Hey, what is up, everybody? It is June 7th at 6.35 p.m. Uh, I'm high, and, and I know I've been away for a while, so I guess what I want to say is this will be the last episode if I, uh, if I mess up again. Because I, I just, I can't keep leading you guys on, you know. Like, I know the struggle is real for everybody. But, like, if I don't, like, truly want to quit. Like, sometimes I have really cool epiphanies. Like, tonight, I got into the uh, couch stretch after my wife said she did it today. And, man, I could not even stand up straight. I'd been neglecting it for a while because I got fairly good at it at one point. And I've been hitting this yoga hot and heavy. Found a really cool routine in the Body, Mind, and Sport book by John Duliard, Duliard uh, author of The Three-Season Diet. This guy has basically gone through the ancient Vedas, the Sanskrit texts. You know, he studied courses over in India, lived over there, and basically put it all into white man speak for us. I mean, that's the most straightforward way to say it. And it's effective. You know, he really emphasizes nasal breathing which is pretty cool and something I'm, I've been getting into. What struck me most is his claim that only man breathes through its mouth. Um, you know, no animals breathe through their mouth at all. They all breathe through their nose. Um, now, do they breathe through their mouth if they're in like a totally panicked, like insane state? Yes. And so that begs the question, why then do humans breathe through their mouth or choose to breathe through their mouth for things that are more mundane? Um, he's coached a number of professional athletes, and they have adopted his practices, found great success, breathing through their nose, staying calm and poised, like being in the moment, uh, not having that nervous system all jacked up. It serves them pretty well. So anyway, I'm kind of down the K-hole here on that piece, but it's something I'm really into. And I did meditate 40 minutes this morning, um, not the full hour, 30 minutes yesterday. And so, I, you know, I'm with you guys just letting you know that I, I don't want to lead anybody along. Um, I can't, I don't want to fuck this up. You know, you guys deserve better. And so... My thought is I'm going to continue to go until I, you know, if I, let's say I mess up. I don't know if I'm going to mess up again, right? But let's say I mess up. I'm going to continue to go until I do it twice in a row. And the day I smoke twice in a row, I'm going to be done. And then so here's another promise is that I'll never go more than a week without an episode. If it gets to day eight, then, like, that was it. Like, that's that's Jonah signing off. Um so much love to everybody. Uh, we'd love to hear your stories if you got a couple. Um, I'm going to try to read some. Actually, right now, let me pull some up. And I think I got like one or two that came in that I haven't shared with you guys. But in the meantime, I guess to fill a little space, it's looking pretty good for me to teach that alternative program. Uh, it's the kids who are outside kayaking and backpacking and identifying trees and you know, that's all the stuff that it comes natural to me. I've been doing it since I was a little boy, and then I'd get to be the teacher for it. You got a lot more autonomy in that kind of a setup. So let's talk to this girl, uh, Melissa Russell. Melissa Russell. Hello. Today I made it to day 11. I'm up to your March 23rd podcast. It hasn't been too tough not smoking for some reason. I'm super motivated about it this time. 
Probably because I've tried and tried to quit so many times, I've decided I'm finally doing this. But, man, I'm super angry still over the littlest things. Today I went to church. I haven't been to church in probably two years. As soon as the pastor came to say hi to me, I started crying. I can't believe how far I've let myself stray away from God because I chose weed slash getting high over everything. So I've had a pretty rough day. I'm feeling depressed and I have no interest in doing anything, really. I'm happy I haven't given in yet. I want to be a better example for my kids. Sad face. So, I plan on going back to church again next Sunday. The pastor was going to talk to me today, but didn't get the chance to. I can relate in your podcast when you said you don't get high before work, because I never do it either. It would be as soon as I get home, or on the weekends, or after I work out as well. I'm looking forward to my brain to be working normally again. Hope you're doing well. See, I feel bad. Now, like this, now this message came in, right? And like maybe that person wanted a response. And I never did. So, you know, that's not that's not cool. Um... You know, I was ashamed, so I never got on here. Like, why would I send a response? Um, here's another one. We'll talk about uh, Crystal. So Crystal's story. Crystal uh, Saltwater. <laughs> okay, sorry. Hey, I stumbled upon your podcast searching for some digital inspiration after my 50 millionth attempt at quitting weed. I'm a new listener starting from the beginning, and I definitely found the inspiration I was looking for. I can definitely relate to your background and the stories you tell. My first time using cannabis was 14 years old, and I instantly felt a connection. I've experimented with other substances in the past, and nothing quite compares. I completely support using cannabis and other psychedelic substances for mental health and general well-being. I still see tremendous benefits for the use of many different types of psychedelics. I'm an advocate for bodily autonomy, and I believe humans should have safe and legal access to any substance of their choice and or the access to resources for harm reduction and abstinence programs of that is their choice. However, the issue for me is that I rely on cannabis on a daily basis just to feel, quote, okay, quote. I do not want to stop, but I have to for employment purposes. Ironically enough, I want to work with individuals who have substance use disorders, and I am currently in school to be a licensed counselor. I also have a background in social work and healthcare. Call me a hypocrite. I already know. To give a frame of, ref- frame of reference, I started as a social smoker, developed a daily habit of about a gram a day for several years, cut back to a one-hitter, and toked anywhere from one to a dozen times in a day. For the past few years, an eighth would last me a month or so. I consider myself a functioning stoner and have always used in moderation, quote-unquote. I've never been in trouble or arrested for weed, but living in a prohibition state, I have put myself in risky situations in order to obtain or smoke weed. I know I am addicted because I completely relate to the insanity cycle of addiction. When I'm high, I hate myself for smoking weed. and When I'm sober, I crave the feeling of being high. The guilt chips, the justifying, the head games, the denial, the relapse, repeat. I've tried to stop several times over the past few years, but the problem is I truly deep down do not want to stop. Uh, It makes me feel like I can deal with the mundane day-to-day tasks, and I rely on it for motivation, inspiration, and overall mental and physical well-being. The longest I've quit is with my two pregnancies, once on probation for underage drinking, and once for an internship for a time period between three and six months. I have gone days or weeks in between without using cannabis for various reasons, without the intentions of quitting, but for the most part, I have inhaled the ganja daily for more than 10 years. I can quit if I have to, but the problem is I don't want to. Honestly, I don't think I ever would have to face the reality of my addiction if it wasn't for the career path that I've chosen and the possibility of drug screening for new employment or internships. 
So here is the conundrum. I no longer want to rely on cannabis or any substances outside of myself just to feel okay in my own body and mind. But at the same time, I love weed and I don't want to give it up. How do I end my decade-long relationship with Mary Jane and secure my own sense of self and authenticity? Can you relate to the struggle or do you think I've gone completely mad? LOL. Any and all feedback is welcome. And uh, you know what? There's another guy, some guy from another podcast, Anzi, Anzi, I'm not sure. Uh, it is uh, my last joint. I did not know that podcast existed, so I would say, you know, go check it out. I have not checked it out. Um, I got enough weed content in my life uh, in my downstairs bedroom. <laughs> or not bedroom, bathroom, excuse me. There you go, see. Uh, but I, guys, I believe, oh, hang on, we got one. I don't know if I ever did this guy. We'll call him George Cooley. Hey, man, I came across your podcast while literally searching for methods that can help me quit my weed addiction. And I must say that I have found some peace of mind when listening to you. I've been a user since 13. I used hard drugs throughout my teens and eventually curbed the hard drug addiction and settled into stonerhood. My relationship with weed has been interesting. Uh, for a while, it was the way to free me from anxiety, but eventually would become a trigger for it. Around 30, I started noticing a pretty intense decline in my speech, my intelligence, and my social skills, mostly my confidence. I knew then that weed had to go. Have been quitting and relapsing since. My wife got pregnant this past August, which gave me the extra willpower to get better for my son. I was getting more and more days in between my relapses. On February this year, my son was born premature at 24 weeks gestation. It has been an an extremely stressful road to getting him home. During this time, I've completely lost my control due to the lack of sleep, and my stress was through the roof. My son is now doing better, still in the hospital, but we are expecting to have him home late June. I want this to be the time I succeed, and I've turned to your podcast for guidance. Day one tomorrow, because I just smoked again. Please keep it up. You are helping people. I'll let you know about my journey. Uh, so much love to this guy too. Um, so yeah, basically I feel like a complete asshole because I have a podcast about quitting weed and I continue to smoke and I feel super guilty when I like have a really cool epiphany or real, you know, realization, which brings us back to the couch stretch. So you put your knee on the floor, tight up against a couch, your foot is up behind your butt and with your other leg, you are out in like a lunge position. And then you try to basically straighten your back. Most of you won't be able to go anywhere. You're going to have wicked tight hip flexors. You, the idea of being completely straight back up with your ass against the couch is ludicrous with your back tall and straight. But, you know, I'm a little stoned and, and my wife brought it up. So I, I probably would have discovered this anyway um, because she brought it up and that was regardless of the fact that I'd smoked. But she brought up the fact that she did it. So I got in the old couch stretch after a long time of not doing it. And thinking I'd be fine, for, you know, because all the yoga I do. And boom, I move around in kind of the safe pain zone. You know, it's like that subtle discomfort into like, oh, that's a little bit of a stretch. And you just kind of move back and forth on the intensity while also move. So that's the energy control while also moving a little bit in that position. Don't just stay in one spot. That's what I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning you got to kind of like stretch it this way, stretch it that way. Really small movements, you know, but steady. And then all of a sudden I accelerated the breathing through my nose, you know, stop breathing through my mouth. And 
and boom, I all of a sudden everything released there. And I was able to extend my back, really extend my hip closer to the floor, so I'm nice and long in my lunge position. And then I just brought myself right up, front leg, 90 degrees, you know, perpendicular, 90 degrees. While that rear leg, you know, your buttock is against your heel, your knee is on the floor tight to the couch, and your back is standing nice and tall. It was so cool, you guys. Totally blew my mind. Um, and so I don't uh, feel honored enough to... I don't feel like I would be honoring it um, in my current state of mind, so I'm not going to read the Bible, but I wanted you guys to know that I'm up on I'm up to chapter 21 in Proverbs. Uh, I've been reading it in the morning over a glass of green tea because I'm finding a little bit of caffeine in the mornings is making my meditation and my yoga more effective because um, I'm not so tired. So anyway, that's a lot. That's a lot. So let's let's recap. So if you don't hear from me in eight days... That means I smoked marijuana two days in a row. Um, and I know that's not the same, but obviously I'll be coming on and telling you if I if I relapse and have like a one bad day, which I'm you know hoping not to have at all, right? So, but if I do a double, and like I said, you don't hear from me in eight days, like that's it, you know, because I, I smoked all week last week. I'm on a streak right now of like eight days. So, all right, lots of love. Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle. And peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.